Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we talk about movies, um, <laughs> TV shows, and streaming services. We are streamed live every Friday around 11.30. If you don't have time to watch us live, that's okay. You can go to YouTube or Rooster Teeth and watch us there on video on demand whenever you want. If you don't want to see our faces, you can listen to the podcast version on all your favorite podcast services if we aren't on any of them hit up tim let him hit know me up. let me know and he'll put us there someone did recently there was oh. one that i've never heard of i got all our shows on it don't remember what it was called but we got there though look I at feel you like there Cast was one box. that's not on google play that somebody told us about earlier that maybe the only thing that, that i can under no everything should be on google play okay. we have cool friends is the one exception that like maybe not but it's it got approved Okay. Got approved, but your mic's a little high. Tweet at me, Tim Gettys. Let me know what, where we need to be. There you go. Um, you can help support us at patreoncom funny. Support at any tier. At the bronze tier level, you will answer our questions like so many best friends did this weekend or this last week. Um, is that it? I think that's it. Great. Feels good. I am your host, Kevin Coelho. To my immediate right, we have Joey, the movie bro herself. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> to your right, my left, you've got Tim, the dream maker. Gettys. I'm the dream maker. I make them dreams. It's what I do. You Thanks sure. for Is that a new nickname? Yeah. You know? Okay. It just feels right, though. <laughs> just let it happen. Right? I make dreams happen. Yeah. You know? I like to make a How are you doing, dreams. Kevin? Good. I'm doing really good. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about the show, specifically the Disney Plus stuff. There's a lot of good it's Disney exciting. Plus news to talk about. But first... Joster, you watch anything good this week? I uh, questionable. I think I really only watched one thing other than Bachelor in Paradise this week. Sure. My girl, which is a movie on Amazon Prime called Mr. Right. Oh. Uh, so it has I like that Sam. Movie. I, I was scrolling through. What do, what do I want to watch? Notice it had Sam Rockwell in it. Very big Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell fan. Sam Rockwell is your your dude. Yeah, I've noticed. Then I noticed second. Uh, billing for casting Anna Kendrick Whoa. also my girl and there I was like go. shoot I am sold I'm gonna turn it on I don't know that I'd oh, recommend Mr. it wrong. I like it it's, it, it's weird they they both play like they're very quirky characters but the story is like a little bit weird like he's a hitman but like a righteous hitman that like kills the people that contract him to kill other people of like oh, no uh, you're the he had like a change in his life yeah. where he started doing that where he's like I'm gonna make the world better and starts killing people that are putting out hits on people yeah hmm. and yeah. then it's weird and then he they just randomly meet in a grocery store and she just been broken up with her boyfriend and then it's this weird rom-com hitman thing I don't know it was a weird storyline pretty cheesy but I watched the whole thing because of Sam Rockwell and it's Anna Kendrick but, uh, yeah, that's, what I, that's the one thing I spent my week watching. Still catching up on Supernatural and uh, Jane the Virgin. But How far in Supernatural are you now? I'm still, like, I'm in the second half of season four. Oh, man. So not that, that's which good, is, like, great yeah. stuff. Is season four, season five, fucking, I think, the best seasons. Yeah, that's why I skipped the first three, because I feel like I've watched those a bunch of times. Yeah. But I feel like I needed, I wanted to watch those to get into the stuff that I have to watch to understand the newer good, stuff. How far good are you into uh, Jane the Virgin? I'm on season two. Is she still a virgin? Uh, Yes, as far as I remember. Mm, mm. Mm. Sorry for the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only season two, maybe the end of season one, so who mm. knows. So I cut you off, Barrett. No, I was just going to say good luck with Supernatural season six and seven, which I think are like I've, the lower points of the Is that series. the Leviathan stuff? Yeah, because it, it, like they knew that they wanted to end like 
there's a major story that like wraps up in season five, and if that's where they ended the show, like it would have mm-hmm. been great. But Instead then they're like, ah, let's let's do ten more seasons, and yeah. it, it takes them a little bit to find like a, like their the like stride again. Yeah, and yeah. after the Leviathan stuff, it, it gets good again. Hmm. I'm excited. I just like I just like the dynamic that they have. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm it's, excited it's so to fun. rewatch and catch up on the new stuff. Cool. Tim, you watch anything good this last week? Uh, it was a pretty basic Tim Gettys watch week mm-hmm. going on. Uh, we had a lot of Bachelor in Paradise, for those that don't know, is twice a week. So it so takes much. up a lot of, a lot of time. Four hours of content. Yeah. yeah. Twice a week, two hours. Yeah, if it yeah, was yeah. one and one, so. it'd be a little bit more doable. So there's been, there's been a lot of that. Um, we're coming up at the end, though. Uh, but in addition to that, Harry Potter, you can watch our review on In Review. And then it really kind of comes down to the normal Tim stuff of stand-up comedy and Patriot Act. Uh, yeah, I, I, watch like the, I watch Patriot Act. Are you still watching The Office? And The Office, yeah. Nice. So I'm uh, in season five now. Okay. Just saw a certain proposal. Oh. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, was it... Was it- Weird because there was another, there was a proposal in real life that was kind of based off of that. Are you talking about the gas station one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, never mind. Sorry, I was thought you were talking oh, about proposal. No, no, no. That, that's no. not until that's not until later. Yeah, yeah that's a I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I got engaged at a gas <laughs> station. Like, uh, no, but uh, office has been killing it, man. It's so mm-hmm. so damn good. God, I'm so happy. You're yeah, it, it's great. Um, but uh, did I'll you watch see? That they're doing the office podcast. Yes, you sent me that. So it's Angela and Pam, Pam. doing an episode by episode recap and like stories and stuff. I think it's gonna be so. We good. should have done it first. I can't for, wait for no, uh, KFAF. One episode every KFAF. <laughs> every week. Yeah. So um, I've been watching that. That's been good. I watched Bill Burr's latest uh, stand-up special, which is a thing called Paper Tiger. Um, on Netflix, mm-hmm. have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's another one of those examples of uh, one of the best comedians of our time, kind of coming out again and doing his thing again. And you're like, all right, we move past this a little bit, mm. but uh, it's it's solid throughout. I just think it's kind of copy and paste, mm-hmm. and I just feel like in an era where we're getting stand-up specials every week on Netflix, you kind of need to do something special to stand out, especially when you're. Bill fucking Burr, mm. you know, a um, couple cool jokes in there, but I feel like overall it's not worth the hour plus that it is. Sure, um, but Patriot Act continues to, I think, be at the top of its game. Yeah, I'm I'm worried because they're coming up on the end of their um, original contract. kind of contract for for how many episodes they're doing. Mm. Um, this is the last episode for this volume, like they do. What volume is this for? This is four. I think okay, I think four is ending now. Five's coming in. November, I think he said. Yeah. Um, usually the four or five episodes volume. And uh, this week's episode was about uh, police brutality. Mm. Ooh, Did you see that one? No, the last one I watched was the one about cruises. So that's the thing, man. They've just been knocking it out of the park. Like week to week, I think, just been getting better and better about creating really interesting stories. And they, they've they perfectly kind of understood how to keep kind of dry stuff interesting. Yeah. Um, and the police brutality one, like it's a ton of stuff that I've never heard. And I feel like... It's the first time I've seen, heard different sides of that argument kind of presented in a way where I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's insane. And, like, of course, it's funny and visual and, right. and really, really well produced. So check it out. It's on YouTube as well. Cool. I have been watching the show Succession, which I started last week. For a bunch of recommendations about it. And uh, I really enjoy it. It's on season two, right? It's on season two. Okay. I'm more than halfway down with season one. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. 
It's really messed up. It reminds What's me. What's the pitch on it? Um, so this guy is has like giant multimedia company, like your Fox, you know, kind of thing, where it owns a whole bunch of other things. And he's super old. He turns eighty when the show starts, and his son is like second in yeah. line and like about to be given the company. But he fucks some stuff up, and last minute the dad decides to not give it to him, and is still keeping everything going. But then he has like a stroke, and the first like three episodes all about of them trying to figure out what to do if he dies, and then he doesn't die, mm. and it's it's interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, hmm. it sounds cool. It's it's really good. Um, I'm enjoying this is the one it with a lot. John Goodman. No, no, that's Righteous no. Gemstones. Which is another the other show that I'm currently watching. I watched this week's Righteous Gemstones, and it's so good. I yeah. really, really enjoy that. That one's I see it every time I log into HBO. I'm like, oh, I have to. One of these days, I have to start. I that. think it's phenomenal. HBO doing what it does best. Making hits. Yeah. I'm Home excited. box office. And then uh, I saw a couple of movies with the Joester this week. We did. We'll talk about spoiler free right now. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, the first one being Hustlers. Yeah. What a weird movie. It I went into it thinking this is the J Lo one, right? Yeah, J Lo, uh, Constance Wu, some other people that I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Um, I was expecting it to be like more like fun, heisty, like Magic Mike meets like Oceans kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely not like that. It was way more like Molly's game. Serious, but like with yeah. weird flashbacky narration choices. For me, it had a lot of like Casino and Goodfellow vibes, but it wasn't executed anywhere near as good. And granted, you know that's Martin Scorsese doing what he does best. Yeah, I think he mm-hmm. did both those movies. Sounds right to me. Could be wrong. Um, I I thought that the humor was kind of like thrown around all over the place and and very like had moments where like. It made a lot of jokes that like the theater thought was really funny, but I was just like, "Oh, what a dumb joke!" But yeah. we were—I think we had a very interesting theater. It was for the packed. packed, and we watched like a couple trailers beforehand where I was like, "Oh, this is trash! I can't believe like this is like a movie." And then people were like losing it in the theater. Like, I think that they were. I think half of them were like, "Oh, this looks bad." There was like some weird, like you have an app on your phone that tells you when you're gonna die, and it's I a actually, scary I actually movie. Put the trailer in her thing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah, and people but were, but there were cool. so many people in the thing that were like scared. I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is a weird right? demographic choice." But uh, yeah, just overall, I I felt like the biggest problem Hustlers has is that the message is really really weird. Where it's like it portrays what they're doing as like not a big deal throughout, but like it's really fucked up what they're doing. Yeah, there's and not a, even like there's no even if you look at it as like a vigilante justice thing, like these guys aren't really doing anything bad yeah, to it them. Does, it doesn't build up the like the victims as monsters. It just kind of says that the like oh these people are like pieces of shit, and we don't see any of that, or we see very little of people being. Real assholes to the to these strippers, and uh, I didn't know they're strippers. Oh, <laughs> so, oh yeah. So yeah, it's about a bunch of strippers that like basically start stealing, like bringing people in and getting them drunk, and then using up their credit card till it hits the limit, and then it progresses to them just drugging these people and doing the same thing, and it's just it portrays it in like a really fun way, but like it's a really fucked up thing they're doing. It just, it didn't, like, throughout the whole movie, I was like, this is weird the way they're making them seem like, oh, look how happy family this they are. 
and like what they're doing isn't that bad. And it's like, but it does seem bad. It mm. seems really and I I don't know. I I just didn't like the the overall message, and I felt like it was really long. Yeah, it was only like an hour and a half, but it, but it felt, felt so way much longer. longer. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. Yeah, um, yeah, an hour and a half is like. Yeah, brisk. That's a good amount of time. To yeah, like the first half was really fun, and then the second half, I felt like hmm. it was really long. Yeah, um, I wish that they would have had longer first half because that's when you get Cardi B, and that's when you get Lizzo. And yeah, like, awesome. Cardi B was great in it. Lizzo, we barely saw, but when we first see her, the whole <laughs> audience was like, Whoa! Yeah. Was like, "Yeah, the theater was clearly very Team Lizzo and yeah. excited to as, see her. as they should be." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, if the, you ever see it, I feel like there's one Tim Gettys ass part in the middle that you will really like. That might almost just be worth cutting out just to show you that. Okay, good. I'm excited um, for that. But yeah, it's a it's it's a lot. I didn't hate it, but I don't really know how I feel about it overall. Yeah, I think it's definitely like a if it's streaming, watch it. But I don't think you need to see. Yeah, it I, I'd even put it one step further where it's like if you're on an airplane and there's nothing to do and you see that movie, go ahead and watch it. But I, I don't even think it's like mm. one that you should be excited coming to streaming services. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the next movie um, we watched, which I'm very excited to talk about because it was the first time someone hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to go to a screener? And it was like, yeah. <laughs> it was Ad Astra. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was really excited for this movie. It's Brad Pitt and... Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. And it's very interesting. It doesn't... I feel like uh, Andy was saying that the trailer made it seem like it was going to be more supernatural. Andy saw it as well. So it was yeah. Joey, Kevin, and Andy. Yeah, but he's not here now. So he has- Fuck him. Yeah. He's a good voice. Um, I, I really, really dug the movie. Also, we got really lucky in that it was also being screened in the Dolby Theater. <sighs> it was which beautiful. made the really cool looking like visuals look even better. Yeah. What is it? Uh, so it's a movie about uh, Brad Pitt's character uh, is an astronaut, kind of, and the world gets He's hit. Definitely by... an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, but like the thing he was working on was like a a giant antenna that was like from Earth. It was like space station. Yeah, but I don't know. It, okay, sure. He's an astronaut. Fine. Uh, and it, the world gets hit by this giant power surge, and everybody like forty thousand people die right away. And he gets kind of pulled apart and sent on a secret mission to go find, basically communicate with his dad who had been missing for 10 years or so. Who was also an astronaut. Who was also an, like a very famous astronaut mm-hmm. um, who had disappeared around Neptune, I believe. Yeah. And they were sending him on a secret mission to try to communicate with him because they thought he was still alive and maybe the cause of these issues. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of his journey. What I think it does absolute best is... It shows the a potential future of the commercialized space industry, and it's it's so, so cool because cool. it's like one of those things where you like you see a bunch of things happening. Like you're on a plane and or a space shuttle going to the moon, and like there's all these like ads for like Virgin. I don't know what they called it, but it was like the Virgin company going to space, and uh, then you see an airport in space and how it's all been commercialized. It's really rad. Oh, there's Andy. We're talking about Ad Astra. Yeah. Um, yeah, the commercialization was cool. And uh, just to see, like, oh, man, this is could not be that far off. Yeah, right. And, like, even at some point they were, like, in rovers on the surface of the moon and, like, seeing, like, turnoffs and, like, yeah. stuff like that. It's just like, oh, that's so cool and I want to do that yeah. so bad. I thought they did a great job where the future doesn't look 
too futuristic. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, absolutely. The, like uh, the the rovers kind of almost looked like old Ford motor. Uh, m- like okay. uh, automobiles from like yeah, the nineteen like twenty, yeah, kind like, of stuff. Yeah. It, it looked really weird. The uh, the sort of technology, uh, te- the technological uh, aspects of this movie. Uh, it was really neat that again, you all were just talking about the commercialized air, uh, uh, space. space flight, and stuff. Uh, it hadn't occurred to me like you know they say, oh, we're going to send you on a commercial flight to the moon, and of course I heard that words, but it didn't really sink in until. They're charging one hundred and fifty dollars for pillows, for, pillows, and for blankets. pillows, and, and, <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, that makes the, sense. Yeah, the stewardess like floats down a a, a space in the uh, in the ceiling and is like, are you doing okay, sir? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll take a hot towel or I'll take a pillow and a, an eye mask or whatever. One hundred fifty dollars, like it's really cool. And then uh, huh. it's basically an airport. There's a subway there. There's a DHL. It's it's yeah. really it's really cool looking. And but even some of the concepts then that they expand a little further, where it's like. Since the moon can't really be owned by anyone because of like laws that were put in place, there's a whole bunch of different factions. 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 Thank you. (laughs) On the moon, that are like kind of at war to try to like mine different parts. So it's dangerous to travel outside of like the airport that's a protected area. And we see a little bit like cool action there that I really liked. I thought that 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 scene was really cool. The audio design, the visuals, like this movie is shot beautifully. Mm -hmm. I wish that they had gone a little harder with like the bass when it came to like all the spaceships going off, but that that's when like all the the audio would kind of go down and let you let the visuals take over. But with the Dolby Theater, like I've seen shuttles take off before, and it's like that audio shaking you feels so good, and it's like I wish we had gotten a little bit more, a little more immersion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the movie. Uh, are we are we going to spoilers at all? We're not going to spoilers. Okay, cool, cool, We're doing cool. spoiler freeze for this. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, oh, I mean, you could. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed yeah. the movie. Yeah. I, I wanted. But it was mo- different than what you had expected. I wanted right? more fiction from it. Yeah. I wanted um, more sci-fi. See, it reminds me a lot of playing Firewatch. Mm. Mm. It it was way more Arrival for me than it was like Aliens. Or it, something I, like I thought that. it was going to be more Interstellar. What's this mystery happening? Yeah. There's. It's still, I mean, Brad Pitt is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so goddamn good in this movie. Um, but, yeah, it got towards the end. It kind of petered out for me. I'll say that. Yeah. I, I definitely felt like it was very interstellar in, like, the style that it was filmed. And even the, the way the story goes. But it's less heady. whimsical. And, yeah, a little less heady. It becomes more of a personal thing for Brad Pitt yeah. and what he's going through. Which I think they did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Bra- Brad Pitt... Is so an exceptional actor, Jesus, and yeah, yeah really th- there's um, there's a like long stretch of time where he's by himself, and we kind of see him kind of losing his mind. Yeah, and it's like that he plays those roles so well. Yeah, yeah. I personally really enjoyed the movie. What's it get on the Kevin scale? It got one thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it isn't. A, I don't think it's a, a movie that for everyone. Like it's um, very artsy. It's, yeah, it's very not, artsy. I would call it fun. <laughs> It's way more serious. I, yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. But I really enjoyed all the like cool looks into what a potential future that seemed like was built on reality mm-hmm. would look like. And I, I those moments to me were like, yeah. this is so crazy and like cool. Yeah. Um, Andy, would you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? I, I again, it is one of those things where I I agree with you. It's not a movie for everybody. You're you're. This isn't going to be a big space opera like sort of like sci-fi star wars thing it's a lot it's 
it uh, I mean, it's called Ad Astra. Yeah, it's, it's some nerd shit. Yeah, it's very it's very nerdy. Um, and there are lots of moments where you have to think about the dialogue that's being said. You have to think about what the character's going through, and it's less about the the enemies and the blah blah blah. It's definitely mm-hmm. not that sort of movie. Yeah, um, it does have those moments. I say peppered through though. And that's having, what kind of made me yeah. expect more right. from it, you know. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. Cool. Jester, would you recommend it? Yeah, I would just say that you have to be in the right mood of like, this isn't going to be like a crazy fun. It's like more serious. Mm-hmm. But kind of intense in a lot of moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's out next week, September 20th. So be on so. the lookout for that. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And if you like those kind of slow, personal movies about people like their whole world kind of coming apart. I think this is a great movie to check out. Gorgeous visuals. Yeah, gorgeous visuals. I can't wait to watch this in 4K. It's one of those where it reminds you of Interstellar where you see the tiny spaceship in the shot Mm -hmm. amongst the giant planet of Mm -hmm. Jupiter or whatever. Or Neptune. God, really. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like, when those moments hit the screen, they were audible like, whoa. Like from me and from Kevin. Yeah, really gorgeous. All right. Now time for a little housekeeping. Keep my house, Kev, please. Uh, Miller is streaming Borderlands 3 starting at 1. It might be pushed back a little bit because we're <laughs> it's noon right now, but uh, we'll try to keep that 1 o'clock time. Borderlands 3. Um, we're also selling the Connect Between 3 and 5 shirt and the new blue hoodie at kindoffunny.com store. Patreon producers this month it... Slash store, but it's fine. Oh, slash store, sorry. Uh, Patreon producers uh, Al Tribesman <laughs> <laughs> That's not a me I thing. I can't do the I can't do the mouth thing. And David Mindtel, thank you guys so much My for your support. Freak. There it is. Um, also, we're excited to announce that we are partnering with StackUp, an awesome nonprofit servicing serving the active military and veteran community throughout gaming. They will be providing two lucky veterans, U.S. or Allied, from the best friend community. A trip to attend the London meet and greet um, as part of the Kind of Funny World Tour. If you are, if you'd like to be considered for this event, please go to kindoffunny.com slash veterans and complete the application. Two entrants will be selected and will be contacted by Stack Up around the end of September. So you still have time to do that. And thank you for your service. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, MeUndies, Zebit, and Upstart, but more about that later. Now it is time for the news. New, 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 news! There it is. Our first story, some Mission Impossible news. Oh, hit me with it. And we got some new casting information. It, the film has added Peggy Carter star Ooh. Haley Atwell. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. I like her a lot too, and I like to see her in, in more roles. Only really familiar with her from the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know what else like she's been in. I feel like that's what she's done mostly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, I looked mostly uh, looked probably. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know what else she's even been in. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Agent Carter at all, but it was really good. Her yeah. her being put into Mission Impossible, I'm there for it. Man. I could totally dig that. I could totally. I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see her meshing well with the cast. Bear, can you pull up the Instagram post because I just liked it. So, yeah, very cool stuff. She was in Cinderella. Was she? She was, was she one of the stepsisters? Ella's mother. Uh, so she wasn't in it for very long. I just, uh, so here we have the, the announcement by the director. Dope as right? hell. The little That's Mission really Impossible cool. like brief behind there. Should you choose to accept? Yes, I accept. 
Uh, is that also a hint of the name for the next one? Mission Impossible. What? This is Impossible Mi- Impossible Mission. Oh, Force. Force. Yes, yeah, that's right. the, the name yeah, of the organization. That's the team, Kevin, that they use in the Mission Impossible. It is. Movies. It is. I know indeed. that now because I watched all the movies earlier this year. If you want to hear our reviews, you can go to youtubecom <laughs> slash kind of funny and watch Mission Impossible in review. Did we like them? You have to find out. We did. Not Everyone number two. <laughs> no one liked that one that much. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. No, it was five it was and six are art. So just good. hard when the other ones are so much better. Yeah. Uh, next story: Face Off remake coming from Paramount Pictures and Sonic the Hedgehog writer. I've been thinking a lot about Sonic the Hedgehog recently, mm-hmm. as I often do. But it's just crazy that they're really redesigning him. And the next year, we're going to see him, and he's going to look different. And will people love him? Will they redesign him again if they don't? We'll see. I can't imagine. You can't let the bullies win, Joe. You can't let the bullies win. Movie's still happening. I've never seen Face Off, but I know it's like a cult classic. Oh, man. It's it's such a great movie. Jack Nicholson at his very best. Is it a great movie or is it an entertaining movie? It's an entertaining movie. Got it. Entertaining movie. It's John Travolta and Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And like Jack Nicholson's character is like this crazy, super bad person that's like Mm -hmm. a terrorist. And they. Let Jack Nicholson go full out, and he does a great job. And then John Travolta has to then like Match portray, that? yeah, that yeah. character basically. Is Nicholas Cage in it? That's what am I saying? Am I saying you're saying Jack Nicholson? Oh fuck, it's Nicholas Cage. Jesus oh. Christ, <laughs> those are very different. People. Very different. My bad. Wow, good catch, Tim. Nicholas Cage is who I met. Oh. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. A lot of Cage. people in the chat were like, Jack Nicholson? What? Yeah, my bad. I was like, that's, those are, that's weird. <laughs> I but... flip things sometimes. Yeah, we had it. Tommy Lee Curtis conversation yeah, yesterday. about yesterday. For way too long oh before my gosh. Barrett came out and was like, so, what, you mean Tommy Lee Jones? So, like, Kevin asked me, he's like, does it kind of upset you, like, how similar Tommy Lee Curtis's name is to Jamie Lee Curtis's name? And I was like, who no? the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, do you mean Tommy Lee Jones? And that's who we met. Uh, yeah, that's who I met. Uh, what's interesting is uh, Oren Uzil, the writer of the screenplay for Sonic the Hedgehog, was also co-writer for 22 Jump Street mm-hmm. and has writing credits for Cloverfield Paradox. Which is not great. I liked it a lot. I really? Li- yeah, I liked Cloverfield. I don't like the add-on stuff that they did to, to like put it with the par- the... Cloverfield universe, yeah, but like overall, like I think that would be a much cooler movie had it not included that that aspect of it. Maybe uh, it's still a very Netflix movie. Yeah, I rewatched it not yeah. that long ago, and I was like, oh yeah. Mm. And it also is being produced by Neil Moritz, who works on the Fast and the Furious, Triple X, and the movie Passenger as producer there. I never saw Passenger. It was interesting. It was weird. I don't That's know. That's the Chris Pratt one, right? Yeah, where Chris Pratt wakes up like a, a girl and like she can't go back to sleep for eighty years. Oh yeah, a lot of people were upset about that movie because yeah. of like the reveal and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a very fucked up thing yeah. that they're doing. I think there is like, some redemption in it. Like it is a fucked up thing to do to someone. Uh, but like spoilers for the movie Passenger, which no I'm going to spoil watch, right yeah. now. No one's going to watch. No one. Gives they a shit. fix the machine and he can put her back to sleep. But at that point, they're in love and reverse she Cinderella. The I think it's just Stockholm beauty. Syndrome. Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. Um, and I'm excited for Face Off to see what they do with it. But now it's talk time to talk about some Apple TV Plus launch dates and cost. They're coming out cheap as shit with this one. They kind of have to. So yeah. they Apple had its 
yearly September event mm-hmm. last week uh, announcing you know the new watch series, new iPhones, all that stuff. And they also really kind of showed off Apple TV Plus. Not for the first time, but this was kind of their D23. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we're going to like get into detail, show more trailers, like kind of hype things up, reveal the prices, let people know what's going on. $4.99 a, year, or a month um, for it with the family plan, so you get multiple accounts there. And if you buy pretty much any Apple product, so iPhone, watch, Mac, iPad, anything, you get a year free. This morning, bought a new iPhone, so I get this for a year. Cool. Even that's not really enough to get me to want to watch any of these things. Um, I think the most interesting elements that we heard about and and saw here is the production value of these shows. There's Mm -hmm. so much money being put into them. That Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston one. The morning show. Yeah, looks. It's probably the one I'm the most interested in. Me too. Um, They're obviously putting a ton of money into that. um, But they're also putting money into the Jason Momoa Mm -hmm. show. Have you uh, seen the trailer for that? Yeah, they showed it at the... Do you event. like the trailer? Because like I didn't include it in our list because I was like I don't. This does not look like I, a good show. I did not uh, like it, but visually, oh yeah, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. the money Absolutely, being put into the yeah. show. Like it looked like it was being shot as a movie, and that is what I really, really enjoy about the streaming culture that we're we're hitting right now, where there is about to be this giant fight of original programming. Um, stage two, you know, ver- mm-hmm. with Netflix, Disney Plus, and Apple TV, and uh, CBS All Digital, all the all of those mm-hmm. guys, where they're just like, wow, we're now fighting in this new landscape. V- version one I think, was the House of Cards and sure. Handmaid's Tale or Handmaid's Tale and things like that, where it's like, oh, this is the kind of future of TV, but now yeah. we're in it; it's the present. Mm-hmm. So let's really kind of prove something. And it's important for Apple to be a part of the conversation. I just don't see it penetrating the market in the way that they they needed to and i think that quote unquote desperate moves like giving it away for the vast majority of people that would be interested anyway that are going to buy these things um or it's going to hurt it making it not hurt it i just think that it's there's never going to be like excited talk around it yeah for, for, for I, those I think that this is a smart move that giving it away for anyone buying a new phone which is so many people mm-hmm. because it's like now you're going to have easy access to these people uh, to actually watch the shows and hopefully there's good shows on it that's going to bring up like it's going to bring it into conversations that otherwise it wouldn't have Mm -hmm. yeah it's going to be hey we're going to get these people in for a year hopefully we'll be able to show them hey we have really good content we're looking to really support this and put out a premium product Mm -hmm. and then by the end of the trial they're hoping people obviously are going to stay on I'm pessimistic about it for many reasons but I think the biggest one is library content where Mm -hmm. all of the other streaming services that are like sure this is way cheaper but what What are are we getting getting that's not just original programming and if it's just original programming like are these shows also going to be available for purchase on iTunes Mm -hmm. in the more Mm -hmm. traditional way I think an interesting side of the, the market that we aren't in is the people that don't really understand what's going on and buy Apple TV, the physical thing, because yeah. they don't parents. realize that their TV has it built in. My parents, uh, my mom has been like a diehard like TiVo fan. I'm like, do you not know that our cable box just records stuff for you? And but she likes the interface. Yeah. And that's, that's the same thing with Apple it's TV. It's marketing 101 where it's yeah. just like tell people what they need even if they don't need it. And absolutely, I feel like Apple obviously are the best in yeah. the game when it comes to that. And like Gia's mom swears by her Apple TV even mm-hmm. though she doesn't need it because she has a smart TV. But she uses that as her main thing and if that thing is telling her get this, hey get yeah. this thing there's going to be a chance and like that that conversation is going to start but i just think that there is the shows need to be good they need to be plentiful mm-hmm. they need to be common enough like on delivery dates yeah. and 
there needs to just be that library content or else you're going to leave the app in the moment you leave the app and go to Hulu or Netflix or yeah. Disney. You're, yeah. you're there. there. There needs to be a reason for you to stay in that ecosystem instead of going to a competitor. <laughs> It'll be, I don't even know what they would put in their li- just licensing out other stuff, and, I guess. But yeah. if everybody else has a streaming service. Yep. It's... It's a very interesting time for for content. I again applaud them for going as hard into original programming. And this is the first TV show Jennifer Aniston's been in since Friends. Is it really as recurring? Like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Is know? that Haley Steinfeld series also Apple TV Plus? That weird one. Yes, like it is. We watched a trailer for it. It is. Okay. That was that was shown in the sizzle reel the or Apple whatever thing. Yeah, Joey, do you have any interest in in getting this? No. Mm. Like I. Unless it comes out of the gate where like, oh, the morning show is so good and it's going to be like a equivalent to like a big little lies kind of mm-hmm. push, then like probably not. But do you think that even if that were the case, do you think you'd be using it for a month and then yeah, popping off? Bouncing. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, in gaming. 90, uh, what is that? 611 says wrong, Tim. I don't have a smart TV. OK, cool. But Apple TV is still probably not the right thing for you because mm-hmm. there's Chromecast, there's Fire Chromecast TV, there's all these different things that are cheaper and yeah. Don't have the gimmicks of Apple TV. Apple TV, though, amazing product. It honestly is. It is. There's so many people that it is for. Uh, the fact the that, like, that streaming has. from your phone, which I know Chromecast and stuff can do, but I feel like for people that aren't super tech and don't want to figure all that out, it is just like the ease of use. I, of Chrome, being Chromecast in the is the thing. easiest thing yeah, to use. I, really? Yeah. Really? I was the say only that thing mm. that the other things uh, add the 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 ease with is that there's a, the physical thing that people can wrap their heads around that are old school. But there's a thing with Chromecast too that yeah. you plug in the back? No, but I'm talking about having a box. Uh, having a box, yeah. having a remote. You know, that's yeah, why yeah. Roku I think the, the is as popular is the, as yeah. it is. I uh, oh, I haven't gotten a chance to try it. I have an Amazon Fire oh, yeah, that I need, right. to I need to get, get from, from Joey. But I'm excited to try that because I, I really like um, the Chromecast that I have. Yeah. But I don't like that. Like, I wish it had, like, a menu interface system that, like, I could go into. Because it's, like, I find it annoying to have, like, have to pull out, like, an iPad or a secondary device to work as the remote for the Chromecast. Your phone? Yeah. I, I, I just don't like needing to use another thing. Like, I don't like... If I want to watch something on, like, the FX app, I have to, like, get my phone or an iPad and have that app downloaded and go through there. And it doesn't always connect smoothly. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you have to maintain something on a different device to get it on your TV versus Uh just, like, a smart TV having those apps already installed. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. What I'm saying is, like... The, the simplest thing is just use your phone as the remote. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, like, they make it really easy. But I, I just like having an interface to, to like, log into accounts there and have everything mm-hmm. already set up. No. Yeah. The thing that I also do like about Apple TV is, like, because it's integrated with iTunes and stuff like that, it's really easy sure. to rent all those movies and not having to, like, go, th- cause go through Amazon Prime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more streamlined on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played around with Chromecast a whole lot, so I don't know the, like, phone aspect streaming the, the kind thing, of thing. The Chromecast, what, my argument of why Chromecast is easiest is you have a keyboard that you're allowed to, you can search super quickly and anything oh, yeah. you want, pretty much any app the has Apple TV remote Chromecast, shit is you go, kind of all trash. the other things remote, you have to like, 
go through. Go so it's like, and you always end up no losing what, remotes because be the they're this big. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, like the Roku remote and Apple TV remote are super tiny. But we're just at a place where all of the streaming boxes themselves, whatever they are, whether it's a dongle box, or whatever, mm. they're great. Roku's great. Apple TV's great. Chromecast is great. Fire TV's great. All of them are great. It's just you need to look at what apps you care about yeah. and are they supported. And that's where I think that Chromecast has a leg up because it, it just has everything. Mm-hmm. Every app has some type of thing that you can just send over. Whereas, like, there's a lot of weird fights between they Amazon. Recently, They've gotten better over they time. They recently added Amazon to like have Chromecast access, yep. which was like I'm talking two weeks ago, and oh, like wow. it's made my life so much better. It's great. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, even though going the TV apps often look better, but you know, you just got to give up on some of those sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, oh, and then one more news story uh, up having to do with Apple TV Plus. The Muppets Disney. No wait. Oh, it's never mind. <laughs> I thought that was Apple Plus for some reason, but yeah, the Muppets Disney Plus comedy series has been scrapped. Oh, really? Disney Plus. Yeah. That was Josh fast. Gad did like a tweet. Or is this a different one? Than different what they, one yeah. than, okay. than what they shared. So there was two Muppet shows planned. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them was going to be a series. Like mm-hmm. a proper series in the style of like the old movies yeah. and stuff, and then there's one that's kind of more YouTube style, short form, yeah, uh, little bits, and that's going to continue. Oh. It's kind of a bummer though, still. Yeah, it is, but you know, creative differences. I think was Josh Gad's uh, Instagram post about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it, it was uh, someone like a new producer like came into that studio for the Muppets like company. And immediately, like, wanted to change a lot of things. And they're like, uh, no, we've nope. been fucking working on this for a while. Fuck off. And then they just left. Uh, more Disney Plus news. Hawkeye series cast Haley Steinfeld as MCU's Kate Bishop. Did they officially cast her? No. It's rumored? Yeah, it's rumored. Mm. Um, Variety broke the news that uh, they're in talks yeah, you're right. for her Hastarga, to join yeah. the MCU. Nothing about Kate Bishop. That's just... What they're speculating, the, the speculation, and Which like honestly, so like so cool. far with yeah. how these Disney Plus shows have went, and with these type of casting rumors, it has been one for one. So I imagine this is going to happen. Um, which is very exciting. I love her. I think she's super fun. Everything that I've seen her in, from Pitch Perfect to uh, to Bumblebee and and onward, has just been fun. Great. Yeah. I think uh, she she's has the great... edge of seventeen, girl. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 She has great presence. You know, she's mm-hmm. like. Perfectly quirky, but cool. Yeah. And I think that that's exactly what Kate Bishop needs um, as a character, edging a bit more on the cool side. But I think Haley can pull that off. Um, I just need to see her in some shades. That's really that's really it. But um, I, I'm so ex- You guys have heard a million times how excited I am for the MCU on Disney+. Plus. But Hawkeye is the one for me where I'm just like, if it is a fraction as good as and Matt Fraction's, fraction. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to do that, um, comic book series with that really features the dynamic between... Clint Barton and Kate Bishop. It's going to be awesome. And Jeremy Renner and her together, I really think it'd be awesome. Isn't isn't Jeremy Renner so different from that Hawkeye? It is. But I I mean, in the same way that the MCU is different than all the comics, like they have kind of wrote themselves into a corner with that Hawkeye's character Mm -hmm. in the movies, not at all being like what we see in the Fraction book. Like, there's just no way. They'd have to get rid of his family, move him to New York. Like, there's so many things that aren't going to happen. But I trust them. They're, they're going to find a cool way to do this. And for a lot of the comic, they are split up where Kate Bishop's on in L.A. and he's in New York. So ah. there's a lot of cool stuff they can do. Hmm. It's really interesting. It is. I'm excited. The most exciting news that we have today. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus is uh, 
free in the Netherlands right now. Surprise beta in, in the Netherlands. Netherlands. So everyone gets to get to gets to use it right now over there um, on all the different apps, whether it's PS4 or um, their iOS or their Android phones and all that stuff. So there's a lot of stuff kind of being seen, a lot of test uses, early videos, early screenshots and stuff. Yeah. The most interesting thing about it is being able to dive deeper into the layout, the over overlay system and how UI all the, the UI stuff and the content that's there. Now, the biggest grain of salt of all time mm-hmm. is that Netherlands are outside of America and the European mm. system of Sky and Netflix licensing mm-hmm. um, that's been going on the last couple of years. So they don't have a lot of the licensing issues that we're going to see in America. So a lot of the content we see there isn't going to translate directly. But I think it's a good hint at the direction that they're going. So an example of that is we are only getting, I think, four MCU movies at launch. Uh, really? In America. Only four? Yeah. That's crazy. And they're going to come quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Like yeah. by the end of the year, I think we get a lot yeah, more. It's still because of that Netflix, Disney deal. Where, yeah. 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 So once so, that runs up, we'll see way more after that. But in the Netherlands, there's like 18. That are, that are and it's really Ooh. cool to see them like blade through all that stuff and yeah. all the bonus features and everything that so people have access to. That's the, the I would say the coolest things that we've learned from this are bonus features are all there. Mm-hmm. So deleted scenes, commentary, you can go in and it's all all there, which is amazing. I don't like the way they had it set up for the Netherlands, and I'm sure that like that's not final stuff, so it could be very mm-hmm. different. But like where they had it as one row directly underneath the movie, and you kind of like have to blade to the right. Instead be, of a list? It, yeah, instead of like a staggered list or something. That, like you could mm-hmm. see everything at once. Uh, yeah. I, this is definitely clearly a beta, beta where yeah. they're trying to learn some stuff because there's a lot of like obvious features that aren't in it. Like uh, it doesn't remember where you are when you leave content, mm-hmm. which like they're going to fix yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that are there. But what's very interesting is like you click into Marvel and you go and the amount of content there is staggering and amazing. So We're talking... Cool. 90 Spider-Man. We're talking X-Men. We're talking Iron Man. We're talking Silver Surfer. We're talking about Spider-Man Unlimited. We're talking. Yo. Like, it just keeps going and going and going and going. And when, it's he, like, man. when one of the videos oh, that I saw, the, the dude went into the series and it was Gargoyles cartoon. Gargoyles, man. Oh my gosh. Was, um, so many good things where it was just like, oh my God, Chippendale series. Are Muppin Babies? Yeah, probably. So here's the thing is it's at the point that looking at the, uh, I keep wanting to say Neanderthals, the Netherlands uh, thing. <laughs> It's easier to say what's not there than, yeah. than what's there. And the things that aren't there are clear licensed stuff like Spectacular Spider-Man, which is a Sony show, is not there. Um, and I don't think it ever will be. Um, but things like Muppet Babies aren't there now. But I do think eventually they will. Because when you see the random shows that they're they're adding there, it's yeah. like it's impressive. Um, cool things in terms of resolution for some of this. There's some like bummer news, like the Disney Channel original movies, like Brink. Their standard definition. I was really, really hoping beyond hope that it would have at least been bumped up to HD. HD. Do you think they have that? I would. I mean, I think they have the technology to do that. You know? yeah. It's just but probably them thinking it's not it worth so it many, for yeah. 100 now, plus. But but here's the thing, they did do it for things like Ducktales. Yeah. And a lot of the other old shows. But so, do you think it's like just available? a time thing? So, we've been seeing the last couple of years a lot of older shows getting that bump up for a physical release, but it looks like that's all been in plan for this, right? That's really cool. Um, but then there's other really cool things, like there's a um, shelf for 4K, HDR. like the 4K, HDR, whatever. Yeah. And there's only like 17 at, at launch right now in the beta, but one of them is Star Wars Rogue One. Which has never been released in 4K. Yet. Oh, 
So Force Awakens and Rogue One have not yet had a 4K release. There's rumored plans for all of Star Wars in 4K next year um, when Episode Nine comes out. The, the, physically, the video that I had seen didn't really show anywhere that it said 4K. Where like are these posts? There's there's a there's a video I saw in the screenshots where one of the shelves is. 4K and HDR. Cool. Rogue One's the third one, and I saw another video of people loading up and being like, "Yep, it's it's 4K." Now the real uh, question that we're gonna have to ask here on the first day of these fucking version? star these Star Wars movies for the original trilogy, what fucking versions are we getting? We know what versions we're getting. We haven't seen the theatrical cuts since the early 90s. No, they, they weren't they actually No, since 2000, it was 2004 when they like re-released Those were edited though. No, right? no, no, no. So it was it, it was a package and it was uh to lead up to episode uh 3 Revenge of the Sith where it was the original trilogy. It was the main package was the edited versions, but then it was a special edition that came with the original cuts. The unreleased ones? No, not the other. I'm sorry, the theatrical. Yeah, the theatrical, theatrical cuts. Yes, but so the thing there though is there there hasn't been upresed through those were, those were like the DVD things. They weren't even the 2K versions. No, yeah, yeah, yeah back yeah. then. Yeah. So from what I've seen, it's like they've been working on doing the 4K restoration of all the stuff from the original films, mm. and there's going to be a lot of issues for specifically Episode two and three because those were shot in 1080 digital for all of the. Um, Real people stuff. Oh yeah. So it's like it's going to be weird, rougher to get yeah. that. All the CG shit will look better. I don't. I don't give a fuck about the prequel trilogy. I'm yeah. just really wondering of like original trilogy. We get in those original cuts at one point. At one point, I wouldn't be surprised. At launch, hundred percent not. It's going to be the special edition, which at this point is just the normal edition. You don't like all the blinking and stuff that they've added. No, the, the whole fucking like three minute music video that they put into Return of the Jedi and shit. Fuck no. God damn. What do you guys think is gonna be the first thing you watch? That's a great for question. Disney Plus. A yeah. Mandalorian. Really? Oh that yeah, that's launch yeah. day. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, that's I guess. that's the most premier premium content that they're putting day one. Hey, well, yeah. What's the second thing you watch? That and Ducktales. <laughs> is it gonna yeah. be Brink? Oh, I gotta check out Brink. I gotta at least see. You're not gonna watch it looking. though, right? You're gonna like. Gia's never seen Brink, so we're gonna watch. Brink oh. won't be the second thing I watch, but we're watching Brink week one, undeniably. Yeah. It's well, according to Jeff Goldblum, pretty high up there on oh, my list. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. And I'm really excited. I feel for like it. I'm just gonna have decision paralysis of mm-hmm. like there are so many good things and I don't know what to do and maybe I'll just start alphabetically. Good in gaming. Uh, Six Eleven says if Mighty Ducks cartoons on there, I have to watch it. In the Netherlands, it is. Uh, oh, so the, that's the level of you bringing up Muppet Babies. Like we're getting fucking weird. Where yeah. the Little Mermaid animated series is there? The <laughs> Aladdin oh. animated series oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't see either, that. But, oh, but that it might be so, so exciting. And, like the new adventures of Winnie the motherfucking Pooh is on there, Hell man. Yeah, see, they're, like those weird shows are the ones that I think I'm most excited to like see how they look on our TVs. Science from us. So bad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty stoked. Very, very cool shit, man. I can't believe I'm this excited for a streaming service. Yeah, right? But Weird. they're knocking it out of the park. Tim, I just want to ask you one thing. is the or Do we know if the new DuckTales show is going to be on this streaming it service? Yes. Fuck yeah. But from what I remember, it's, it's only to a certain amount. Yeah, for mm-hmm. now. And okay. then... Well, we're we're like two or three seasons behind, and we like we don't want to like pay for the, the newer seasons right now. Just wait. Of, yeah, yeah exactly. you're going to be good. Okay, cool. 
We're gonna have to like divide and conquer all the stuff we want to watch. Content watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now it's time for some ads. Our first ad, meet undies. What's that I smell? Ah, yes, pumpkin spice. The leaves are crunchy. The breeze is crisp. It's all, it's officially onesie season. Hell yeah. And officially fall. God, I love onesies. Uh, Fall means back to school, back from vacay. Everything dies sad, but fall is time to get soft. It's time to get cozy. It's time to cuddle up. Me undies, the softest undies in the world, knows a little thing or two about uh, that. I'm wearing the their unicorn print boxer briefs right now, and I love them. And I'm thinking about going home and slapping on my mer people onesies to be wrapped in comfort. That's funny. I always add my little thing in there, and I forget that I wrote it, and it freaks me out every time. <laughs> uh, when they say they're soft, they mean they're softer than the foam on top of the pumpkin spice latte. They mean they're softer than your favorite hoodie, softer and cozier than drinking a warm mug of hot apple cider, softer than fall things. You get the idea. Me undies are designed to be the softest thing you've ever put on your body, available in sizes extra small to 4XL. Me undies gets introduced, just introduced five new silhouettes with. Feel free collection for women designed with every body type in mind and a feather light waistband to uh, for you to feel free. Undies exhaustion be gone. New prints drop every Tuesday so you'll never run out of ways to express yourself. Plus, members get an exclusive print at the beginning of every month. And they're really cool prints. There's a dinosaur one right now that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the prints are fun and all but... They also offer classic colors. You don't always uh, play by the rules. Me Undies just launched white. Gasp! <laughs> After Labor's Day. Uh, Me Undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guaranteed. To get your 15% off your first pair, Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Our next ad, Zebit. No one likes zero of anything. Like when you break your phone and lose contact with the outside world. Zero calls, zero texts, zero social media. Honestly, life without a phone means pretty much zero everything. Having zero of anything is hardly ever a good thing unless we're talking about Zebit. That's Z-E-B-I-T. They'll change your whole perspective on zero forever. Making buying what you want easy. Get zero interest rate financing on the things you want most. Zebit provides a better credit option for those who need it. They allow you to buy what you need and pay overtime interest-free. With Zebit, there's no cost to join, no membership fees, and no late fees. Zebit does not check your credit score. Zebit impacts your credit score. Zero impact. That's what it is. Zero impact on your credit score, and your Zebit account does not affect your credit score at all. Zebit has everyday items at everyday prices. They have more than 50,000 products in their marketplace with brand names like Xbox, Sony, Apple, GoPro, and Fitbit. From electronics to barbecues, furniture, and more, Zebit has everything you need for when you need it. Zebit has a five-star rating on Trustpilot, and they've earned the trust of more than a million customers 
who shop on Zebit. Sign up for Zebit today at Z, uh, zebit.com slash morning and get up to $25,000 credit to the shop to shop the marketplace the Zebit marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash morning for up to $2,500 of interest free credit. Z- uh, that's Zebit dot com slash morning. Our last ad is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. We all have heard of Tim talk about his friend that racked up credit card debt that took years to pay off. While Upstart could have saved him so much time and money, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part, once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the very next business day. That's the next day a lot of times. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit card Credit cards, student loans, fund their weddings, or to make large purchases. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Now it's time for some trailer talk. Woo! Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World are also on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's so exciting. Are they really? Aren't they on Hulu right now? I don't know. But they're on Disney+. Plus. Oh, mm-hmm. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. And I'm also, like, upset that it's not starting sooner because, like, Maleficent sequel movies coming it's like mm-hmm. I want to watch the first one but I don't think I don't know that it's streaming anywhere it, I feel like it was, it was for a while point. I don't think it is anymore on Netflix mm-hmm. but I could be wrong I'll look into it at some point once it gets closer you- say it what? <laughs> I don't know but I want to say it what are you going to say? I don't know you know how it's like uh, there was YouTube yeah and then there was YouPorn yeah like yeah. people are like porn websites kind of make things is there a Netflix <laughs> Barry, can you uh, no. pull up Netflix.com, just, please? Just go to Netflix.com, just so I know. I need to know. God, I hate Barry, you, Barry, he needs to know. Man, our not suitable for work filter here is so I really low. hope that it's like squirrel videos. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking of. Interesting. I guess is there a Netflix? Okay. Okay, it looks like Everybody there is. loves no porn. No gimmicks, no surprises, no nonsense, just porn. It's invite only. I'm not loving the visuals going on. Yeah, that's the weird. The visuals very weird. Um, I feel like oh, oh there it is. Keep scrolling down. No, that's it. That's okay, it. Wow. some under. Uh, well, you guys, we can you guys could look right? in Netflix. Yeah, Barry, you want to show this to see what the visuals that we're uh, looking at look, here? It's weird. It, yeah, it's weird. It's interesting. But I kind of want to find out more. <laughs> we'll do it after the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, now it's time for some trailer talk. Uh, a couple trailers today. Uh, the first one, a Joey special, Modern Love. Yeah, so it's an NP, no, not NPR, 
it's a This American Life podcast that they're turning into an anthology series. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a Gia Tap Harris special. Really? I sent it to her yesterday, right after I sent it to Kevin. Um, it has a really good cast of like Anne yeah. Hathaway and a bunch of people. I like Howard that it's going to be. Starks in it. Uh, yeah, short little half hour vignette type uh, stories. I think it'll be really interesting. Cool. What streaming service is it going to be on? This is Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I believe. Did nothing for me. Really? Yeah. I think it's also because I like the podcast, so I kind of So you're know. familiar with the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's rad. Um, so I kind of like have an idea of what kinds of things they're Is it doing. weird to see like a podcast you like turn into a Netflix show? I know it's happened a couple of times, even with what show the um, trailer we're talking about shortly. Not really. Because mm-hmm. I liked the Dirty John one. Uh, and then we watched the act, which I think I've heard in podcast form one way or another, even though it wasn't its own dedicated series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's cool to see different types of storytelling with the same story or with the same like inspiration. Yeah. Um, this one I think is going to be different just because it's little bite-sized ones that aren't connected as far as I know. Tim, do you think you're going to watch this guy at all? I don't think I'm going to watch it. It did look interesting. Mm-hmm. Like as I was watching the trailer, I was like, oh, I don't really like this. And then, I kind of like got out of it and mm-hmm. I just got in my head and I was just thinking for a second, I'm like, well, why don't I like this? I should like this. And then they were like VO started and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? No, I do like this. I do. Because <laughs> I, I guess in my head, like, I, I got out of it for a second. I'm like, there's something missing and I think it's VO. And then the VO started. I'm like, oh, okay, there it yeah, is. This yeah. Is, this, this feels right now. But it's also by the time it ended, I'm like, I, I feel like we've seen this before. I feel like it's kind of similar to the uh, like Love Actually Valentine's Day like New Year's Eve movies where it's like all these little pieces and yeah. then they come together kind of a thing. Except I don't know that they actually come yeah, together. I don't think or they come together. That's just because they're just, all cut into one trailer. But I mean, you know, that that's what's a movie about Love Actually where all these stories are actually touching and mm-hmm. like have that moment at the end. But I think that like the real version is like, no, these are just little loves like... I'm just excited to have an anthology series that's not super heavy and depressing. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to see the genre change a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Modern Family, final season. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Right now. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Haley just had a baby. Paula's real pissed about that. We talked about this last night. Yeah. Why? She doesn't like that that's where that character's like life went. Oh. With two her, babies. her dumb. Yeah. Dylan. She has two babies? Twins. Oh. Wow. Yeah, with Dylan. She didn't like Dylan. She thought, you're talking about Adam She wanted her to end up with Wells? No. I think she just wanted no. it. That's, a, that's her real life husband slash fiance, oh. who's a Bachelor Nation star. Oh. Wells, the bartender in... Oh, I know him. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the JJP or whatever his name is. Got, John Paul left. Jones. JJP. Don't do that. JPJ. JPJ. Sorry. Well, I'm trying my hardest. I no, hey, I wasn't making fun of you for getting it wrong, even though you did get it wrong. I was making fun of you. It was just like, no, we call him John Paul Jones. His friends call Joey, him John Paul Jones. Joey calls him JPJ all the time. That's because Tasha started calling him JPJ. Mm. She's allowed to. She's on the inside. I am got on it. Inside. Got it. I don't remember his name. There's too many names involved in his name. Two of them are the Jones. same. Oh, no, I guess they're not. Yeah, no, they're different. <laughs> it's too <laughs> much of a name. Yeah. Uh, next trailer we're going to talk about, Countdown. Yeah, we watched this in the movie theater last night. This is the one we were talking about. Yeah. This is where the you app like, where you know when you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks real bad. It looks real bad in a way that I'm going to make an, a compelling argument here that I feel like Happy Can, Death Day to I you I knew you were going to say that. Looked. Yeah. You know what but I mean? I th- this doesn't look as fun as Happy Death Day. It, but the trailers not. for Happy Death Day didn't either. 
Did they not? It wasn't until two that it was like they embraced the embracing it. So it's like yeah. I'm not going to write this one off yet mm-hmm. for and this, two reasons. I like the okay. concept. Is it a the lot. girl be- from you? No. Okay. Really, it's one reason that okay. just works different ways. One is this should be a Netflix movie or yeah. not even like an Amazon Prime movie totally. or something. The fact that it's not and it's in theaters, I'm like, they might have something. They might know they have something. They might have a happy death they, to you situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Or happy death day. Yeah. Ha- I don't the think that they will. No. But like something about this trailer just caught my eye. I think I really like the concept. Mm-hmm. But more importantly... I watch it and I'm like, I think we could sh- we could film something better. Like <laughs> the way it's shot, like the lighting isn't good. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things where it's like, I think that if we, we made could, a movie, yeah, it would look a little bit better. Not a lot, not a little bit better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll buy yeah. it. I I think this is gonna go in the realm of Unfriended and all of those like new tech based horror movies that yeah. aren't particularly good. I also like the end where there was like, there's an app for that. A little moment. I did enjoy that. Uh, yeah. But the, I think the biggest problem is we're hitting a point, a saturation point, where referential uh, humor and movies are kind of the norm. So, like, we've seen it all. We've seen any variation, and we have things like Black Mirror that kind of dive so deep into that on episode-by-episode episode basis where it's so many different stories have already been touched mm-hmm. in very, very good ways. And, like, this also kind of reminds me of the one Black Mirror episode I saw, Hang the, D- Hang the DJ, where the app tells you how long your relationship's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like... And there's another that one really like well. that, too. Of, like, you have a timer... Paul oh, was telling movie, us, movie, yeah, a it's movie, called Timer. Timer, where you have a timer in your arm or something like yeah, that that tells you, you when you're gonna meet your like life partner. Yeah. But if they don't, if they don't get one also implanted, then yours never goes like starts running. Hmm. So it's like yeah. all of these have kind of been built in in different ways. Yeah, yeah that movie it seems really interesting because like she yeah. was saying, like the main character in that movie, her like sister gets a timer put in, and it's just like eighty years, and it's like, oh, that sucks. Damn. Yeah. Not streaming anywhere. Can't watch it. So that's a bummer. Yeah. In 80 years, we'll be able to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm like remotely interested or intrigued by in this movie by is the fact it's the girl from You, yeah. which is that you. Netflix show, Penn uh, Badgley. He's like the stalker. creepy guy that works at the bookstore. Oh. Yeah. Some Gia shit. Yeah. Some Gia shit right there. Yeah. Last Speaking trailer. of Gia shit. Last trailer we're talking about, Limetown. This looks so good. Yeah. Another show based off a podcast, a true yeah. crime podcast, this one, NPR. Um, I sent this to Gia. Did a whole like, town really disappear? I think this is fictional. Okay, right? I, I, think, I don't think this is a real thing. I thought so. I assume so. Otherwise, that would I be I feel like we would know news. about this. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? 320 yeah. something people. Chernobyl, just, you know, 9 11, this thing. Limetown, yeah. 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 So, yeah, um, this is fiction. But yeah, like, Gia, was, Gia's take on this. She's like, the podcast is absolute trash. Really? But oh. she's excited for the show. Uh, she's like, this looks good. She, uh, she was saying that it, it looks mm. like it's adding things and kind of like telling the story in a more compelling way. Yeah. She said that the podcast is bad. Hmm. Oh, that's a bummer. I just yeah. downloaded it because <laughs> I was like, this sounds like something I would enjoy, but maybe I'll just skip it and watch the thing. Interesting return of Jessica Biel. Yeah. I feel like it's been a while since we've seen her or anything. And weird that this is on Facebook That's watch. the most interesting that's thing. So what the fuck weird. is Facebook Watch? I, th- I have no idea. None. Uh, I imagine it's their stupid. So I think ass- this I, is why um, they. I think like IGN partnered with them. Like I when think it was this like is the, like the days. series that What's Good did, right? Yeah. No, yeah. so th- yeah. that's true, but. But not 
interesting for this kind of content. Though, yeah, because it's not free. Like that stuff was just videos on Facebook. Right. But is this it, is like, you don't think that's what this is going to be. But it was like too? exclusive. Like it was like a subscription thing, weirdly, or something. Shit. I just There's something just, weird like that. I just assumed hmm. that this was financially uh, produced by Facebook. I looked up Facebook Watch before the show and uh-huh. just looked at the Wikipedia, and there's a list of like a couple different movies. Uh-huh. And I, within 30 seconds, couldn't figure it out, so here uh-huh. I am now. You gave up. Cool. Yeah. Well, right right now it just looks like an aggregator is. for all of the like pages I follow that have video content. Weird. I don't like it. It scares me. Have you ever watched this it's five minute craft channel? Facebook is dumb. They show some really weird let's stuff. Fucking, let's let's just throw Facebook away. But yeah, I mean, this this seems interesting. Will I go out of my way to watch it if it's free? Really? Maybe. I think I definitely will go out of my way yeah. to watch this one. If I have to pay for it, probably not. No, yeah, I'm out. I imagine this will be a thing that's like I'm laying in bed and I'll just put it on my phone because that's the only way. I, like, there's no Facebook Watch app anywhere. I'm sure that it has a Chromecast button. Yeah, I don't have a Chromecast, so... We'll get you one. We'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, now it's time for Out on Streaming Platforms, where I pick the most interesting and compelling stuff for me on these streaming platforms I, what if in you, the United States. I hope you pick the one that I'm thinking of. I think I did. Tall Girl on Netflix. <laughs> no, no, definitely Damn not it. what I was thinking of. Uh, what were you yeah. thinking of? Chef Show Season 2, which oh. John Favreau is out oh, today. I can't watch food like shows with food. It makes me too hungry, and then I eat a lot. Oh. I feel like it's not... Really, if about food's involved that, at all, I'm very simple. Like it's about the very food, but it's simple. more about the stories. I, no, and I get it's really that. Good. You should but watch at the it. same time, if they end up like being like, "And here's a hamburger," I'm like, "Fuck! All right, well, I'm gonna go get a hamburger. That sucks. I need that." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this show, uh, this fucking show, is great. Um, no interest in Tall Girl. This looks bad. Yeah, Whoa. it looks real bad. And like, but I like, like bad yeah, movies. Exactly. <laughs> Are you gonna watch this? Either? Probably not. Uh, right. I might have it on in the background while like I do laundry or something. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's Borderlands weekend. So. What the hell is Tall oh, Girl? Yeah. Tall Girl is a movie oh, about a tall bad. girl mm-hmm. in high school. In high I was school. at a wedding with a really tall girl this weekend. Yeah. Did you seem like she Borderlands had a trouble in high school? Yeah. <laughs> That's all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, this this movie, like, really exaggerates that, like, where it's like, I've never seen anyone get bullied for being tall that way. In fact, as a short person, the opposite is very true. I'm trying to think. My, like, a lot of fights. Best friend Brooke is, she's six feet tall, so. This but I don't think she tall. ever got, like, bullied for it. Yeah. It was more of, like, a, everyone was like, why don't you play basketball? She's like, because I'm not coordinated enough. Remember Double Team? Yeah. I hope Double Team's on Disney Oh, there's a 100% <laughs> chance that it's going to be on there. Good. This next uh, documentary was on Hulu. Was Motocross also about two twins, or was it siblings? Siblings. Siblings. Okay. Uh, it's the Mulan of our time. Okay. <laughs> uh, this Is next- it Mulan also God the Mulan of our time? <laughs> not when Motocross came into play. Okay. Change the game. On Hulu, the documentary called Untouchable is coming out. This is the one about Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, interesting. Uh, so it's really interesting. I think it's out today, and I'm very interested to watch it. On which one? Seen, on Hulu. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then an Amazon Prime uh, movie called Undone is coming out in like two days. But I thought it was really interesting. Are you tell us what it's about? I... It's this woman who's like going to therapy and everything's kind of falling apart for her, but it's like weird rotoscoping animation. It looks really cool. It looks like it's The Sims. Yeah. 
Um, kind of, but like prettier. Peter Popoff says uh, in motocross they are twins. They're brother oh, and sister. Oh, they're just fraternal twins. Mm-hmm. The less fun twins. Might as well not be twins. You yeah, know the I mean? boring twins. Yeah. What if that, like what if you're fraternal twins but you're brothers. both girls or both boys? Is it even less less? Yeah, that's even less interesting yeah. Yeah. than if it's one of each. Yeah, yeah. Like James Burt. Does he have weird? Twin? He has a twin sister. What? That's weird. weird. Yeah, is. I can't weird. think of that. And they weirdly look alike. Or they <laughs> did when he was when he was thinner. Uh, and then uh, out in movie theaters near you, we have Hustlers, mm-hmm. The Gold Finch, movie called Freaks. You guys remember this movie? No. Freaks. Freaks. Yeah, it's about like a dad who's got his girl, lo- like his daughter, locked up in the house, but it's like because oh. he's like you're special and we're hunted. We watched the trailer. We for watched that. the trailer for it. Yeah. So that's out this week. Cool. Not a Why big didn't we push see for that. You. I guess it wasn't showing anywhere here, huh? Uh, yeah, we didn't see it anywhere. Uh, also, Brittany runs a marathon. Another movie that looked kind of interesting. We yeah, watched the trailer for. That was doing some advanced screenings at Kabuki a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard very meh things about the Goldfinch. I have too. Really? Yeah. yeah. It looks like it's trying really hard. It really does. Dude. Yeah. Really, really hard. Yeah, that's what a lot of people like yeah. who said it like kind of said about it. Yeah, yeah. And the then, story is seems really compelling though. Mm, like, uh, the book's but, really good. Is it? You don't read. I know it from third party. <laughs> you know it, it from Gia Tapper. Like, you know this Diet Coke thinking about you reading the Goldfinch. <laughs> good lord. All right. Oh. Last week I asked you for your opinions on the Toronto International Film Festival and film festivals in general many of you wrote in really yeah a lot of people really, I was a little like a I didn't email. know if people were going to write in everyone about film was festivals. very positive apparently oh, we should really go to film festivals oh cool Tim you can come if you want to nah alright good I have too many books to read <laughs> alright alright so first we have Tommy T KF should definitely find a way to make it uh, out to a film festival. I went to Sundance a few years back, and it was a blast. I saw 10-plus movies in three days, a lot of stuff I might have never discovered on my own, and a lot of special moments. The energy that the festival brings to the otherwise chill ski resort town makes an unforgettable experience for any film buff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Sam Mosier says... Uh, it's funny y'all brought up Adam Sandler on last week's episode because the Uncut Gems is my most anticipated film at the Toronto Film Festival. He stars in the New York City crime comedy drama as a scamming as a scamming jeweler. Critics say Sandler will be in the running for Best Actor at the Oscars. Plus, this is an A24 film, Ooh. so of course it's great. It's got Joey's attention now. Ooh. You see A24 is releasing uh, celebratory mugs for every movie it's yeah. ever released. It looks That's so cool. There's like black mugs with just like super clean typography on it. Mm, interesting. I don't Can like I it. get a it's like all Ladybird one? Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's every one of the movies that they made. And then our cool. next and last uh, uh Topic they're right in is our beloved Matt Rohrbeck who oh, wrote Matt. in a lot. So let's all sit down for this. Strap in. This is Ladies awesome, and though. gentlemen. <clears throat> hey, screencast crew. First off, thanks for the shout out last week. Finally had some time to listen in between films at TIFF and was surprised to hear my name pop up at the end of the episode. It's now the morning of day nine of the 2019 Toronto International Film Festival and I've currently watched 26 films with 9 more to go this weekend as per Nick's request I present to you the Roarback Minute 
Oh my god. <laughs> For TIFF 2019 so far, here's the selection of movies I thought you might be interested in hearing about. Kinda great is the section. Alright? So Parasite. A South Korean flick that people have been like telling I me to watch the trailer. I watched the trailer. trailer for. It looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, from director of Snowpiercer and Okja, uh, it's a weird blend of genres and try to go in knowing very little. It's awesome. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Surprise at how stylish the direction is without being distracting. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm going somewhere and then audible. I just look over at Barrett and he both hands just in his uh, face. Tom Hanks is obviously fantastic, but the movie is told from the journalistic perspective and more about how Mr. Rogers affected Mr. Rogers affected Mr. Ravager. (laughs) (laughs) Things get really dark. (laughs) Um, Where was I? Affected people instead of who he exactly was. uh, Instead of who. (laughs) God damn it, Tim, you read them. Okay, I will. I will. will. I'm tired. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, It's six in the morning to fix some production issues here. I'm exhausted. Joker, shockingly good and gut-wrenchingly uncomfortable. Should appeal to both crowds looking for a dark, disturbing drama and those looking for a DC Elseworlds comic book origin. The score Mm. is incredible and Joaquin is on another level. Waves. Amazing use of colors, stylistic direction, and music. It uses switching aspect ratios as a narrative device. That sounds cool. A tad too long and melodramatic at times, but it's really good. Jojo Rabbit. Very excited about this one. It's wonderful. Very, very funny. The coming-of-age stuff works best, and Thomason McKenzie is great. Some of the emotional beats don't work as well as intended, but overall, I loved this. Sound of Metal. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't either, but it sounds cool. Uh, indie by a first-time filmmaker about a drummer played by Riz Ahmed, who Ooh, I, I love. I like him. He's fantastic. Rogue One. Um, oh, right, That right, goes right. deaf. The sound design oh, and mixing oh, is incredible yeah. and very creative. Uh, marriage Story, both heartbreaking and very funny with wonderful performances by Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Hmm. Hmm. I'd watch them together. Just Mercy, conventional but effective. I could watch Michael B. Jordan act in anything. Hell Jamie yeah. Foxx is also excellent. This Free looks Larson's really good. southern really accent good. is not, though. This looks <laughs> so good. Oh, but that's crazy because Brie Larson in the trailers, I th- felt like... I don't remember her. Seemed really like she was nailing it, but it's it's a small clip of it. Yeah. Now the kind of good section, and before I even read this bit, I'm a little bummed that this is only kind of good. Well, Knives Out. Huh. Yeah. Mm. It's a lot of fun, but felt like it played its cards way too early and never won me back. I need to rewatch it when it's not my fourth movie of the day. Yeah, I talked to Matt about this one, and he was like, "Everyone else seemed to really like it." Yeah. So it could have just been the factor in the order that I watched it. Yeah. But yeah, the like the two like opposing opinions he's had so far is like I feel like there's been a lot of like meh uh, reactions to Jojo, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit and then <clears throat> a lot of like great reactions to Knives Out. So mm, interesting, hmm. interesting. The Lighthouse, loved the style and look of it, but the slow descent into madness never really got its hooks in me. Oh, that's too bad. That movie looked crazy. Weathering with you from the people who made your name, it was a nice mm. palate cleanser from some of the heavier stuff I was watching. Has the most beautifully animated Big Mac I've ever <laughs> seen. Hell yeah. Let's Those go are the to. kind of movie updates I yeah. really enjoy. Thank you, Matt. Honey Boy. Shia LaBeouf gets self-reflective about his life and career, and it's really good. Hell yeah. Mm. Dolomite is my name. 
Eddie Murphy is having a blast. It's a lot like the Disaster Artist. Hmm. Ooh. That's really good. All of that. Yeah. Um, I still have movies I'm very excited for, like Ford versus Ferrari and Lucy in the Sky this weekend. Shameless mm-hmm. plug, everyone can listen to all my reviews and roundups of TIFF 2019 on Untitled Movie Reviews, which you can find on all podcast services or at untitledmoviepodcast.com. Cheers, and I hope I can get you guys down here for TIFF 2020. Thank you very much for that. That was yeah, a fantastic that, write-up. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited to see how, like, what my opinion, how my opinion lines like up with yours and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think that's such an important thing to do with like people that you're looking to, for movie advice. Like, do they like line up? So, like, a lot of yeah. cool stuff that you brought up, uh, movies that I hadn't thought about seeing. That now, like, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. in the sound of metal. Matt and I don't always line up with what we like and what we don't like, mm-hmm. but I very much respect his opinion and. He always, like we always have really good discussions about why we did or didn't like things that the other person did or didn't like. Now by a Big Mac. Now Kevin, you can. <clears throat> I saw the question that you have for next week's brunch sure. topic. I wanted to ask for an audible just to see if you like it. There's a Tim. Uh, there's a question Tim posed earlier. What's your day one watch? Or it might have been Joey. Uh, Joey. What's your day Joe one Joe watch for Disney Plus? I kind of want to hold that till we're a little bit to closer, closer to Disney right. Plus. Right. But it's, it's a, a great, one. it's a good one. That's good. You did good, Barrett. Yeah. Via Joey, Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> uh, next week's bronze topic. Any interest in Rambo? Is Jojo Rabbit Hitler? Uh, I don't know. No, no, Jojo Rabbit no, is his it's nickname. the kid. Because I think good. Jojo means small. No, his name is Jojo and they call him Rabbit. I just want to make small. sure I'm not calling Joey Hitler. <laughs> sure. Sure. Small rabbit, I'm okay with. <laughs> um, Usually it's tiny kangaroo, but tiny kangaroo. Oh, a the Joey. Joey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just out of context. Like, normally people call me tiny kangaroo. I, I like, was is so... that your Burning Man name? <laughs> um, so yeah, any interest in Rambo? If you saw it, give me a short spoiler-free review. Whether I should see it. Also, did you watch Ad Astra? Let me know if you liked it. Short reviews, 140 characters. Keep it nice and tight. Nice and tight. There it is. Thank you for watching <laughs> Screencast this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, our hosts today have been Joey Noel, and you can follow her at Joey Noel. Yeah. And Tim. Not Tiny Rabbit or Jojo right. Rabbit. Tiny Kangaroo. You can oh, follow Tim on all social media at Tim Gettys. You mm-hmm. can follow me uh, at Kind of Funny Kevin. Mm hmm. Uh, thank you guys so much and go and watch a movie this week maybe you should watch still Peanut Butter Falcon still it chapter on our, 2 oh it chapter 2 that's a great one yeah, yeah. go watch it chapter 2 